Banana Bunch, you know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the Jungle Gyms Podcast. Thanks for joining me. If you are a new person joining for the first time, welcome to the show. We're in the world's largest grocery store, although we prefer the branding international market. We're also the world's largest international market while I'm at it. Pretty crazy. What a time to be alive. Hey, for those of you that have been listening and watching, if you're watching, listening to the audio-only version, thank you so much for your support. And of course, I always like to recommend that if you like to follow along visually, we also really release this show on YouTube a couple of hours after the audio version comes out. That way you can watch along. I think it's the way to go. Uh, it's a fun time. Now, if you are a longtime listener and watcher of the show, you know this is the part where I usually ask for some reviews. So reviews for podcasts are huge. They are integral to our success. And I know I've been trying to get us over 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts, and we finally broke it. So, of course, now we're on the road to 200. So if you could, go to Apple Podcasts, look us up there. You can type in a short review. It doesn't have to be anything super fancy. You can just be like, I like show. Um, I don't know if you are a caveman watching, but, you know, we welcome all people. Um, of course, on YouTube, you can just, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, the thing I always going to ask, and I, it's my least favorite part of watching YouTube people, but I think it is, uh, again, just a part of the process. So if you are watching this and you like what you're doing and you want us to be successful on YouTube, click the like button, click the subscribe button, and click the little bell so it notifies you when we put out new videos. And of course, if you just leave a little comment too, it helps the engagement. That's how we become the biggest YouTube show on the planet. And then I'll eat cheese publicly forever. So we've got a great episode coming up this week. And some of you are like, doesn't he say that every week? And the answer is, yeah, I'm incredibly confident what we're producing. But I've got two segments I'm really, really hyped about this week. I'll tell you the, the end one first. So I've been trying to get people to come on and do weird food combos. So this is an opportunity for all of you listening right now. Engage with me. Podcast at junglegyms.com. Tell me about some of your favorite weird food combos. And not something just gross. Something that you actually like. That you're like, oh, other people look at me like I'm crazy for trying this. But I'm telling you, it's great. I've gotten a few you know, emails about this already. I would love to invite you in on the show to try this. So one of my very old friends reached out to me about this when he saw this and was like, hey, I want to make a sandwich with you that is very unorthodox. So I had him try something that was viral on TikTok, thanks to musical recording artist Lizzo. It's a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. But burying the lead here, you can see behind me, I'm standing at our charcuterie deli. Um, and a lot of people don't know this. I'm going to even call out my friend Mallory, who is an avid Jungle Gym shopper. Hangs out in the cheese shop often, and even the other day when I mentioned this, she was like, I didn't even know you had a charcuterie deli. So yeah, we've got our huge deli, we've got our huge cheese shop, and a big part of it is this deli. So we have all kinds of fancy meats and great stuff. The charcuterie boards, that's like the new hip thing. If you're on Instagram or Pinterest or all that stuff, people are all over it. You can try all kinds of stuff from all over the world, like here. Oh, look at this. From Black Castle, a little charcuterie trio. So we've got a mustard seed salami, old forest salami, and damor salami. And of course, there's all kinds of other things. So I uh, teamed up with one of our, well, we're calling him now the cheese deity, Jacob, who you met a couple weeks back when we had Urbanstead on the show. And Jacob brought out one of our big suppliers here. They're called North Country Charcuterie. They're based just out of Columbus, and we got to try some fun stuff, and I'm going to tell you all about it right now. 
Everyone, you know what? I always love to hold meet up to the camera if available. So I've got an exciting segment for you here. And today joining me in the WJJI studio, we've got the cheese deity returning again. Jake, welcome back, buddy. Appreciate thank you. you. Sir. And thanks for setting this up for hey, me today. Anytime. But maybe, maybe more importantly, we're bringing Duncan from North Country Charcuterie today. Hi, Duncan. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for being here. Oh, well, just yeah, to... I'm trying to be. I live here now. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. My, my title, it's not as good as his, but nah. my title is uh, Salami Monger. I love that. Actually, I kind of think that might be better. I'm slightly jealous. Yeah. I want more monger titles in my life. I feel like that's something we should all be aspiring to. Well, uh, before we get lost in all of my terrible jokes, tell me a little bit about North Country. All right. Wonderful. Well, yeah, thanks again for having uh, having, he having me here. Uh, North Country Charcuterie is a family-owned business in Columbus, Ohio. It's me and my brother and our mom in business together. Oh, cool. Um, yes. We, uh, my brother was a chef in Columbus for about 10 years before we started the company and Kind of gain an interest in cured meats along the way. Uh, you know, some guys brew beer at home or smoke meats, and he actually started to cure meats at home. So he got a bought a refrigerator off a of Craigslist for about 150 bucks and uh, converted that into a drying chamber in his mudroom. Yeah, and was just kind of dabbling making salami and other cured meats. Uh, at the time, he was working with a chef that also was gaining an interest in it. And uh, fast forward a few years and started the company in April of 2014. That's amazing. Well, almost 10 years in the game now. Getting close to it. Yeah, I mean, year one it was, you know, recipe development, figuring out, of course. like, what's going like on. Like most yeah. good things, right? Yeah, and, well, truthfully, a few years, you know, fast forward. But, um, yeah, so so James, uh, my brother, who's the Salami Swami. And <laughs> all right, he has the best <laughs> title. Yep. We've all been so shut down. So many titles being I love it. Yeah. They're all part of the Salami Squad. Yeah. <laughs> You ruined my punchline. I'm so sorry. Here, wait, wait, wait. We can edit around it. We can edit around it. That's I didn't all right. say it. No, no, but the better title is our mother, Jane. Uh, she's the Salami Mama. Oh, that's uh, good, too. Yeah. I like Salami Mama. I'm, I'm here for Swami, though. I, yeah, you know, I mean, okay. your mom sounds yeah. lovely. Don't get me wrong. Uh, <laughs> and then together, we're the Salami Squad. I love it. You yeah. I, and I, I mean, I obviously you can see on the back of your shirt that you've yes, got that. Right. But I feel like you all need, like, superhero costumes now, like Salami-adjacent cured meat superhero <laughs> costumes. What I'll could work we on a use? Because the S is taken. So what do yeah. we use instead? Double S? or Yeah, I mean, you could do double S. You could just, honestly, maybe you go no letters, and we just do some sort of uh creative take on one of the meats like you could just have okay. instead it's just like the the badge logo but it's marbled like the meat like me, yeah like nice. you just okay. literally take this brasiola yeah. right is that did i pronounce it right close enough oh, yeah. good, good I enough. we're yeah. not we're not it's we're, we're in the united states we're gonna butcher all the yeah names. we're like oh, it's a brasiola. Yeah, yeah. whatever uh no but that would that's my take i'll i'll send a mock up later and see okay got it love it uh maybe this is a dumb question but can you explain to me like what curing meats is uh, yeah, I mean, it's been done for, for hundreds, thousands of years. I mean, at the, the bare bones is it's a meat preservation method. And okay. really, you're just adding salt to meat to dehydrate it, to, to preserve it. Um, and so then, you know, if instead of having fresh meat, you know, in the summertime, or like, if you want to have meat throughout the whole year, you know, then you can, you know, like I said, add salt and, and dehydrate it and make it, you know, safe to eat. Um, you know, we have a way of, uh, you know, overcomplicating it and making it more, you know, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I think that's, you know, fundamentally what it is. And the word charcuterie, uh, is a French word and the, the direct translation is cooked flesh. Oh, yeah. lovely. That is honestly even more appetizing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, you know, and that comes out of the Garmage kitchen and French cuisine of using the whole animal, you know, cause it, you know, 
and you know, long ago, we'd get a whole pig in, whole hog in, and then use every bit of it. And the garmage part, you know, would make pâtés and terrines and other cured meats and things like that. After you know, maybe using some of the fresh meat for sausages or or, or pork chops or or what have roasts or what have you. That's amazing. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. I love it. I always love those explain it like I'm five questions on the show because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, maybe none of you knew that yeah. too. I definitely yeah. didn't. I'll be the idiot if you guys are too afraid to ask. And it's, you know, in some ways it's the same thing with, with cheese, you know, cheese, you could, uh, you could say is a, is a present way to preserve milk. Right. Um, and, and so then they extend, extend the, the shelf life of milk. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know, you know more about cheese. Oh, I mean, it's maybe just I'm, like, it's like, the biggest factor people don't think about in our department is that time affects all of our product uh -huh. more than anything and makes it better. Huh. In the yeah. good way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. At first I'm like, time affects us. Like, like oh, the gosh. amount of time yeah. that you let something like the, the flavors change every single day. That's so cool. On and it every is single product, like, like cheese and meat wise, like when you're curing it, aging it, like that's, what's the fascinating part. Cause, um, day to day, it's going to taste different. Wow. For sure, yeah. I mean, and with that in mind, I mean, the Brasola that you first held up, yeah. uh, that takes three to four months to yeah. age. And and all of our products generally use lose about 50% of their moisture weight. So, you know, these salamis that we sell at Jungle Gyms are all four-ounce net weight, but they actually start out closer to nine ounces of, oh. of fresh of fresh meat. But, you know, through that, that aging dehydration, then then it's that's what you're concentrating the flavor um, that's the, the actual sellable product is about half the half the weight. That's super cool. See, I had no idea. Yeah. Thanks for educating me. <laughs> yeah, guys. I mean, I that's one it. of the reasons too that you know cured meats you know appear to be so much more expensive than fresh is that you know we're, our input is nine ounces, but then the the finished product is four. Mm -hmm. It's like well. We still have to pay for the right. <laughs> <laughs> the input side. You know, it's not like we're just cutting at fifty percent and then there you go. You know? Right. No, and I think when you made the comment about the flavors concentrating, it is mm -hmm. kind of like meat concentrate for lack of a better description, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, because you are you're getting like a more potent flavor, rich, and it's not just the curing process, right? I mean, obviously, I know, and we were discussing off air, and we can dive into it in a minute, but I know you're adding other like flavors and things uh -huh. to it that really are making it something special. Yeah. In fact, when we've just made the, we take our recipes and make them as a fresh sausage, just out of curiosity. Mm -hmm. They're quite bland uh, because the, when we, the, the, the spices that we put in, we're, we're relying on that dehydration. And so then again, concentrating the flavor. And so then it's, it's, a, it's a totally different product. That's really cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. see, that seems so interesting to me. It'd be fun to do a side-by-side -side of that at some point too, to be like, all right, here's regular, here's, mm -hmm. you know. Right. But that's, oh, interesting. Yeah, in fact, like, a future like the episode. chorizo, yeah, <laughs> the chorizo that you guys carry of our, our fresh chorizo, yeah. mm -hmm. It's actually the same spice ratios as this, yeah, but way more, right? Uh, to get way more flavor. Interesting. Mm. Oh, that's so cool. Well, I'm excited yeah. to try all that too. I gotta ask, and maybe this is a good Jake question. Uh, tell me the story. Like, what's been your experience getting into Jungle Gyms, or how'd you find them, Jake? Um, it, so it was before me. It's been okay. about four years now. Like on and off? Uh, yeah, I'm trying five. to think. So uh, the story of maybe, uh, not to, to be selfish, it's a more maybe interesting on my end, because I, 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 what I remember from getting into Jungle Gyms was I had a really bad sales day, maybe even a week or a month, I'm yeah. not sure. Sure. And, you know, I just was like closed door after closed door after closed door. And then so I was like feeling like just, you know, maybe a little frustrated for sure and maybe a little ornery. So I just I randomly hopped. On, I was like one evening hopped on Jungle Gym's website and there was a just like a random contact us link. Yeah. So I shot off an email. It's probably it's like after dinner in the evening and 
lo and behold, the next day, I heard from Brad Hacker, yeah. the oh, former yeah. head of cheese and charcuterie, uh, asked, saying, like, yeah, come on in. Love to try right. And I was like, right. what? Yeah. <laughs> that worked? <laughs> <laughs> the best. That's you how know? a good love story yeah, starts. I, yeah. So I came in. You know, I was maybe probably, I mean, knowing me, it's probably like the next day. I was like, oh, cool. I'll be there tomorrow. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah, met with Brad and, and he's like, yeah, this, this sounds great. Cause at the time we were actually the only artisan cured meat company in the state of Ohio. Yeah. Oh, no yeah. kidding. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And there's now one or two others in the time we've been in business, actually seven or eight have tried to start and since got, mm -hmm. gone out of business for, and we can get into some of those details later if we want or some, sure. some of it's kind of boring too, but, um, and you know, I, I had actually, you know, never even been to Jungle Gyms before. I'd heard about Jungle Gyms. Yeah. Uh, or no, that's not true. I had been here before. I used to work for a wine distributor, and so I had been to the back door. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. That's part of the <laughs> Yeah, so I deliver wine. Not quite the wine. same visual experience. Right? <laughs> yeah, so I deliver a wine, and then, and so I'd heard, and then I remember I popped through, like, checked it out, like, wow, this is crazy. Uh, this is an amazing store. Like, I'd love to work with these guys, and. Um, yeah, and so I think it, I think you're right that it, it was 2018, 2017, 2018, yeah. somewhere yeah. in there, and um, and yeah, and then it's been off and on since then, and then just kind of really restarted and kickstarted things. We're having a lot of fun. We we're doing um, um, hired a local woman um, to do different in-store demos, so we've been doing a lot of those both at the Fairfield and Eastgate location, and, and those are always a lot of fun because. Yeah. You know, it's it's such an demos are such an important part of of our product selling anything, but especially ours. Like they're a little bit more expensive. They're, they they do require kind of that intimate um, selling sure. experience. Like you got to try it before you buy it. And, yeah. and so we you know we really try to work. And Jungle Gym is such a great partner um, to allow for demos. And now that the pandemic is you know where it is, is it we're in our weird yeah. Diva right now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> demos are allowed we're excited it's, it's great to have it going again you make a great point about that and that is twofold honestly i love and i'll say this directly to you in the audience that contact us form here is very powerful if you don't know this jungle gyms we are independently owned we're family-owned business so like you really can get, at least get our attention that way i as somebody who receives emails that are relevant to me that way every so often there's I'm not like, a lot of go between and between that contact us page and then who it gets to right you like one person there's like I think this person deals with it. Send it to them. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, at worst, it goes to the wrong person once. And they're like, actually, yeah. that's Jake email. Send yeah. it to him. Yeah, and the same thing. And I, by the way, I love that about that. And it's fun to me because, I mean, I want to learn about new stuff. And I think the, I, and I think our customer base, customer base rather, are exactly those type of people who get excited about that kind of thing. So I'm glad that that worked for you. Yeah. And I already lost my second half of the thought because I got so excited about <laughs> maybe something about trying like, before you. buy. Oh yeah, or, trying before you buy the yeah. demo thing. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the demos are huge because a I think that's again we are as a brand I think trying to always encourage people to try new stuff mm -hmm. and try things out and like yeah I can see that with certain price points and things being like uh, maybe I won't wing it on this but when you try that stuff it's insane to me to see how like instantly people turn around they're like oh that is good yeah you know what i am gonna try this yeah so yeah, yeah because even before like anyone can hear the story or anything but once they taste it that story means a little bit more to them yeah so they feel a bit more connection to the product I right think, for sure oh i totally agree yeah. with that it's been really cool to see more demos happening I, yeah. i'd like to see even yeah. more demos happening to be yeah. totally honest with you you know my real secret goal of uh, taking this job was just to eat my way through the <laughs> store every day at lunch so we're getting close <laughs> yeah. i'm just gonna have to start coming in more saturdays yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Okay, so Duncan, talk to me about the product line here. Obviously, you brought a lot of stuff, and there's a yeah. beautiful charcuterie tray. That's Sorry, right. I'm like blowing it. Uh, there's a beautiful cooked flesh tray in front of me. Uh, <laughs> right. So walk me through that's some right. of the stuff maybe that you brought or some of the things that yeah. you're just generally proud of. Totally, yeah. So uh, something that's important to know is that we source 95% of our ingredients from within a two-hour drive of our production facility in Columbus. Mm -hmm. You know, Since the founding of our company, we've always worked, prioritized working with Ohio Farms and being cognizant of the sustainability of our company as well, because once you get under the the ship, the distribution side, you know it's, it's hard to really control the sustainability. So, um, you know, also, also during the pandemic, you know, we were able to um, maintain all of our supply chains uh, because of um, sourcing local. Uh, you know, the furthest ingredient is wine in our number one salami, which is in Northeast Ohio, mm -hmm. uh, which technically is like two and a half hour drive, but you know. We're close, yeah. uh, close under three. Under, <laughs> under three, yeah. Yeah, I think that's still local <laughs> enough. Yeah, so that's an you know, important aspect. You know, we're sourcing 95% uh, of our ingredients from within Ohio. Um, I'll start with the number one salami. So okay. this is the, uh, I don't know, which camera am I looking at? Uh, that's that's you right hey. there. That's the Duncan cam. <laughs> the Duncan cam. Yeah. Our number one salami, yellow label. Um, it's mixed with cheese, Chardonnay, sage, garlic, and black pepper. Uh, the cheese comes from Blue Jacket Dairy. The sage and garlic, we chop up fresh for each batch. And then the uh, Chardonnay is from Devonay Vineyards in Northeast Ohio. It's our called number one because it was our first recipe. It's also become our top seller. Um, so, you know, we've got a variety of different uh, salami and, and then dry cured chorizo as well, colorfully labeled. I love they all it. kind of correspond to some of the ingredients in there. So that's our number one salami, and that's on the charcuterie board that we'll try here in, in, sure. in a minute. Um, another product that we're really proud of is our Haguera spreadable chorizo. Yeah. Uh, this was a runner-up to a, uh, after a National Food Award, uh, part of the Good Food Awards, it's a Spanish recipe that we've adapted called Sobra Zada. Okay. It originates from the island of Mallorca. It's made with paprika, chipotle, garlic, and cayenne. Um, we were mentioning before, like the demos on demo day, this is our top seller. Yeah, I bet uh, for because sure. Because it's it's a unique product. It's got a great flavor. Yeah. Um, it's not it's 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 hot, but it's not going to light you on fire. Right. right. And it's got a good kick to it. It's also our most versatile cured meat, where you can cook with it. It's great with seafood. Oh yeah. Mussels, clams. Uh, things I like that. Think of that. That sounds delicious. Mm, great with eggs. Oh yeah, that and, sounds good too. Yeah, it's such a high fat content that a little bit goes a long way. Too. Right. You don't need a whole lot of it. Um, and then another product to mention that's really fun, and it comes in two forms depending on the store, um, is our herbed wagyu brasola. So we've got pre-sliced packages here, and then the uh, the whole muscle that you had uh, showed off before. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we were uh, we won a national food award for this product that we're really proud of. So we take uh, Ohio raised Wagyu beef from Sakura Farms, do a dry cure of juniper, rosemary, thyme, salt and pepper, and then ages for about three months. And then we sell it, yeah, and that whole uh, muscle that's, you know, at delis, you can slice that up sometimes at restaurants and then in the pre-sliced yeah. packages as well. It looks awesome. I'm, it's I'm very excited to dive it's into so that. good. Yeah, it sounds crazy. Um, and then something we launched at the beginning of the pandemic were fresh sausages. Um, so we do, we've got... A wide variety of them. We did, stuck with some traditional hot Italian, Mexican-style chorizo, and also had to have some fun with the recipes. Uh, my favorite is our northern Thai-style sayawa sausage. Oh, um, that made, it, so cool. It, that sounds really <laughs> yeah, good. Really yeah. tasty. Yeah, it's, it's available for sale here at Jungle Gyms. Um, it's in linked form. Uh, it's made with lemongrass, red curry, uh, lime leaf, <sighs> soy sauce, tamari, so it 
it's gluten-free right yeah. and uh that's killer like if you like thai food or just kind of generally asian food flavors that sounds incredible. really fun oh yeah. my gosh i mean yeah. you just made me a lifelong customer <laughs> yeah. uh, didn't have a chance i mean to, already yeah, yeah. and i haven't tried anything i'm like yeah. that sausage i mean everything looks yeah. amazing i knew i was gonna love it but that sounds very unique <laughs> yeah. and interesting and yeah. uh, i'm that's right up my alley didn't have a chance to cook it up but we did cook up some of our coffee bacon Cool. Uh, which we sell at Jungle Gyms. It's made, uh, we use a hot raised pork belly, do a dry cure of coffee, brown sugar, oh, that salt and pepper. Delicious. I'm just going to dive um, in. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, why yeah, not? Talk to me yeah, as I yeah. smile. That's right. Yeah, so the coffee flavor is not super strong, but you do, but it just kind of adds the overall flavor. Um, I'll join you. Oh, uh, yeah. Have a little bit. Yeah, um, please. And then something that's unique about this bacon versus more commercial bacon is we dehydrate it. So we're, we're curing oh, it. Oh, interesting. And, and as opposed to a lot of places, we'll use a brine. So your the moisture content is actually increasing. Right, we're decreasing the moisture content. So your shrink on this bacon is going to be quite a bit less than than, other, than more kind of commercial. Bacon. And I like the texture better. Mm -hmm. I mean, as silly as that sounds, but it's got like a much a better chew. Mm -hmm. It's it's meatier. Yeah, yeah, you know for sure. And I love that like that little bit of sweet and that little bit of that coffee mm -hmm. flavor comes through just enough mm -hmm. to let you know it's like just knocking at the back door. You know. Yeah, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. What a great start to my Wednesday. Yeah, dude, here's an Ohio proud <laughs> Thank napkin you. If, you'd, if you'd like one. Yes, yeah. I would like to wipe my hands Thank on you, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> they were made in Ohio, too. That's really funny. Well, Ohio proud is part of the Department of Agriculture. Mm -hmm. And that's actually like a marketing thing with the Of with course Department it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you so knew cool. that already. No, 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 no. I was yeah. saying, of course it is, as in like it's a marketing thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm on to you, Ohio. What else can we put Ohio proud on? Yeah, uh, an astronaut probably. I think that's our <laughs> other export here. You know, is. that's yeah. amazing. So I know you'd mentioned one of your favorites there. Do you have a favorite in the salamis too? Um, so like on picking the your favorite kid. Itself, yeah, that's harder. It's, they're so, there's such, there's such a variation. It really right. kind of depends, but... I mean, if I really were to choose, it'd be this Haguera spreadable chorizo. You know, that's, I guess we kind of view that as like our part of our salami family. It counts. Yeah. It's such, such a, just such a unique flavor and such a just great flavor, truly. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, so we can dive in too. Let's do it. I don't want to keep you from it. So no, we can no, start no. with the. How dare you? Yeah, I, did, start. I did think it was weird that you started building a small wall around the plate throughout the interview. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a little toasted bread crack. That's right. Yeah, I could turn it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. our, uh, the number one salami, like I said, it's the, the yellow label mixed with cheese, Chardonnay, sage, garlic, and black pepper. Help yourself. Sure. Thank dive you. Dive in. I, yeah, we're, Any, uh, we're family just here. Just eat it straight up, right? To get the flavor, for sure. I mean, mm -hmm. I think what's fun when you get crackers and cheese on there, I, I usually like to like almost build like make a little sandwich. Make a little I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But we got to dive in but first. But for this, let's have it just <laughs> yeah. by itself. Oh, um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. You've got, and it's like, you know what I love too about it is, you know, often I think when I hear curing and I hear the thing about the salt process, I'm always like, how salty is it going to be? You don't get that. You get that. You really get that. The wine note comes through pretty noticeably. Yeah. That's delicious. Thank you. Yeah. And I mean, as far as flavors go, you know, that's really a testament to my brother, James, the salami swami. Yes, the salami swami. Thank you. <laughs> he, he's a master of subtlety. You know, he doesn't want one flavor to dominate the whole thing. He want, we want everything, every every ingredient to have, have its own, um, you know, sh showtime or airtime sure. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so you can get all of it, the garlic, the sage, and, and yeah. the cheese, and the wine. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's super clean. It's, it's just, it comes through so clearly. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It's like balanced. I feel like that's yeah. one of those mm -hmm. words that gets used on a chef show. You know, sure. you're like totally balanced. balanced. Yeah, but it, but it is like what yeah, buzzword can we put in? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. You hit it. I just want to use yeah, those buzzwords poorly in front of chefs just to see how they react <laughs> and not refer to them by chef mm. first. Anyway, no, mm. I'm kidding. I respect the craft. That and was beautiful. Thank you. So then we'll move into the middle. This is the herbed Wagyu brisola. Okay, and, the, and the little rose here. Yeah, that's a become a thing on Instagram, uh, you know, making salami roses or, or this is oh, a brisola rose. Right? Yeah, I put yeah. it on the cup. And what works is if you, so you could take, like if you bought this whole back package, mm -hmm. you could drape that over a cup. And, and then usually if you let it sit there for a little bit, let it warm up, then you get that flavor. Oh, man. <laughs> that's insane. It's so good. Whoa. You ever eat something that you only take one bite? And you're like, I should not bite more of this because it's only going to have less each time I come back to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's this oh is. My. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to lose it here. I'm breaking just, character. I'll, I'll no, please. No, yeah. Go for it. No, please. That's a No. Do we need to? Yeah, break? exactly. <laughs> Did anyone bring cigarettes? <laughs> if we just all Don't three smoke, of us lit a cigarette right now. It'd be appropriate. It's that can good. You, it really is. Yeah. yeah, seriously. I'm glad we can have this moment together. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, glad they're here. That is insane. Oh, my gosh. The flavor on that is unbelievable. It's rich and, oh, man. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. No, yeah. I mean, we're really proud of this one. James really did a phenomenal job. And it took took several years to to dial in the recipe the way we wanted yeah. it. And, and also to, to find the supplier that we wanted, too. Sure. And so now we've got a great relationship with Sakura Waigu Farms. And, uh, and we're really thrilled with, with um, how this has all come out and, and it's being well received for sure. Yeah, I, I can see why. That's mm -hmm. insane. Oh my gosh. I, so I gotta ask, how do you eat the spreadable? That's where we do need a cracker. Okay. That's I mean, I'm or guessing we could that. Get, you could just get a spoon and. Yeah, exactly. I was like, as it. much as I'd like to yeah. learn that that's a thing, I feel like that puts yeah. my body and heart in the wrong timeline. <laughs> yeah. so, so maybe I'll, I'll, if, you, if you don't mind, I'll help Please. you. Please. Yeah. I, I can't find I don't no, know. No, I, I hate embarrassing is, myself. So we just, I'm just going to get a little bit here for you, okay. and then you can give that a try. Those crackers are really fun. Those are actually made by a local oh, cool. uh, baker in Columbus. Oh, do I see a little fig in there maybe? There's fig and almond, almond? and, and yes, yeah, so they're, they're doing a really nice job. Here. That's I'll, beautiful. I'll I'm gonna, uh, I'll, I'll take a little bite too. without the cracker first. And oh, then. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, well, in, in some, yeah, the um, that, that's a good idea so you can get just the flavor of the... I'm mad I didn't know about you guys before this email chain started, <laughs> to be honest with you. Well, we're here now. You nailed it on the heat on this, too. Excuse me, as I'm going to cough now. Mm. It usually gets <coughs> you in the back. Yeah, it, but it's mm -hmm. a great, it's like the flavor's awesome. Again, mm -hmm. it's a, it's enough heat to be like, hi, I'm here, mm -hmm. but it's not going to ruin your day by any right. stretch of the imagination. Ooh, that's awesome. All right, how's it paired with the cracker? The crackers are good. Oh, yeah. And that little bit of sweetness from the fig and the almond uh, in there. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's amazing. And these are our go-to crackers. Wow. We love, they also make these Parmesan Tuscan flatbread crackers. They're killer. Mm. They only that sounds sell amazing. at farmer's markets and locally. I mean, I, well, they might sell them in Jungle Gems. I don't know. I mean, right. you gave them a call, and I, I don't know if they'd say no. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to need some more crackers. But, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But that's a that's fun Hopefully story. Hopefully they're podcast fans. Husband and wife, and they've got and they've got a couple twin, set of twins. And they yeah. just, they've. Uh, sell the the crackers at the farmers market. Although their some of their their wholesale business has picked up, and the kids have gotten a little older, so they Very scaled cool. back. But yeah, oh my gosh, some other amazing. items to. Oh, sorry, no, please. I, was just, just I just wanted to point out. So you know, like yeah. you know, we partner with so many Ohio makers, and some to point out, like as far as assembling a charcuterie board too. It's you know nice mm -hmm. to have 
some sweetness. You mentioned with the crackers as well. Like, so we've got this is a nice uh, apricot jam made Ooh. by um, foraged and sown in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a mustard made by Old Brooklyn Mustards out of Cleveland that you said is also available, or what, some of their mustards. Available? The caviar style. Ca- okay, yeah. yeah. So another mustard that's really so killer good. that they make. Yeah. And then uh, local pride here with um, a street ched from uh, Urbanstead. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, we just they, had them on recently, and was it before or after they were silver medalists? At the it was uh, yeah. right after, like, right? It was like oh. two days after. Yeah. We oh, nice. Okay. Them. Perfect so timing. Andrea was yeah. probably stoked. She's hyped. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Uh, so we work closely with them. Uh, they carry our products at their store, and then we we do some e-commerce with them and sell that paired with our with our salami and, and yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal cheese that we can try uh, here in a minute. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm ready if you are. Let's go for yeah, it. Yeah. Let's. Tr- yeah. So. We'll give them a little secret Here. shout on the end thing. You don't yeah, do? Yeah, good. Yeah, no, it's, real, it's a really great cheese that they make. Oh, yeah. And it pairs just it's, it's so well with all of our products, too. I blew through all the stuff she gave me, but I hadn't opened the street ched mm. break yet. So thank you, Andrea. Yeah, the ched mm. is so good. I mean, yeah. all of it was. Are yeah. you kidding me? The little, um, oh, my gosh, I'm not even going to dive in. I'm just going to embarrass myself. So... So it's a production facility. Do you have, do you all do, like if somebody, can people go to your location and sample things? Is that a weird question? Uh, it's not a weird question. Um, we don't have a retail presence at the production facility. Mm-hmm. Something we'd love to do long-term, but it hasn't been a focus of ours. We've been focused way more on, on the production side of things. Sure. We sell in Columbus at Farmer's Market, so that's kind of our retail. And then on our, people can buy from our website. Uh, but we've really we've more relied on kind of the traditional method of production, and then working with you know great retailers like Jungle Gems to to sell our products. Well, thank you. Um, I always love when everybody gives a little little smooch smooch to the jungle on that. Oh yeah, no. I'm like, I mean, no, thank you. It's really cool. I mean, everybody seems genuinely excited about it. I don't. Yeah. I didn't mean it. Yeah. I'm just silly and weird. I don't mean. I talk about Jungle Gems all the time. I. It's a cool I'm place. serious. Like when I was when someone new moves to Columbus, mm-hmm. I tell I tell our staff too, like. Take a trip to you gotta go see Jungle Gyms. Yeah, you go check out this place. It's wild. It's so well, we can fun. get some delicious products while we're That's at right. it too. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So the production facility. Well, I I, I didn't allude, go into this before, but I'll do a little bit. So my brother had the drying chamber at his house, and then we there's a couple different food business incubators around Columbus where we got started. So we worked under state inspection there, selling locally to stores and restaurants, and then at farmers markets, and then expanding across the state. So I work with Jungle Gyms and other places across the state. And then at the beginning of 2018, we sort of graduated from the food business incubator, uh, opened up our own production facility, uh, which actually was a former ice cream uh, facility. It was actually Jenny's Ice Cream original oh, okay. production yeah. facility. And because uh, they, they moved out. It wasn't the one with Listeria, for those <laughs> listeners that have like known <laughs> Jenny's for a while. Awesome company. I love Jenny's. And, yeah. And, but, you know, they, they had a few rough they had, things. They had things a rough happen. Patch, but, I mean, yeah. they're I mean, honestly stronger, better company now. Sure. Uh, afterwards. Yeah. Um, and way bigger. Uh, anyhow, we we moved into their old spot um, and used it as an opportunity to get USDA inspection. So we're allowed to sell outside of Ohio. Oh, perfect! And uh, we have, so we have actually have a USDA meat inspector that visits our facility daily. Amazing! Uh, something that maybe people don't know about meat processing. That's uh, not unique to us. They always they show up every day. A lot of paperwork, <laughs> and then expanded regionally and then also across the country. You know, um, at different times over the last few years, we had distribution in. Uh, all across the Midwest, down into the Southeast, uh, you know, D.C. area, mm-hmm. and out in California uh, for a little while. Uh, a lot of that's been shuffled around since the pandemic, sure. um, but we're still, you know, solid in the in the Midwest and the Southeast. Um, and then we've got a mail order business and working with a couple other 
e-wholesalers shipping all across the country. That's super cool. Well, Duncan, this has been really cool. I'm really glad you came down. I, if you're ever up for it, you know, we occasionally will leave the studio to do some on-site stuff. So oh, love I don't to do know that. if yeah. that is ever a thing you'd be interested in. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so you asked about tours too. So like mm -hmm. if someone reaches out on our contact us form, we might... Well, we'll respond for sure. It comes, sure. To, my, it comes to my email. Family there, and business, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Justice Little. There are occasions <laughs> where, like we, pre-pandemic, we did quite a few mm -hmm. tours. Um, it's not like a scheduled thing. It's sure. just like kind of case by case basis. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, that'd be a lot of fun to have you guys up there. You can, uh, we can show you the production facility, the kitchen, and then in the drying room too. I mean, that's, I think what, certainly the most interesting. Sure. We see the where the meat's hanging. Yeah, we're literally where the sausage is made. That's right, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Anytime I can use that expression, literally, see some of excited. our R&D products. Oh. The secret meat closet. Oh, the secret meat closet, <laughs> weird. I have one of those at home, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, if we do, yeah, if we do want to do a follow-up to this. I would love that. Happy to have you guys up there. That'd be really be cool. Great. Well, yeah. thanks so much, Duncan. I really appreciate it. For sure. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate it. And Jake, as always, yeah. thanks for making this happen. Hey, so, and I'm going to shout that out to other managers here in the company. Be like Jake. If you are <laughs> buying something, and seriously, if you're buying something cool and you think it needs recognition, you should reach out to me. And same for you people that are sell products. Literally, everybody just email me, podcast at junglegyms.com. I want to find out about your products, predominantly ones we already carry here in the store. But, you know, I want to learn about new stuff. I want to tell it tell everybody about new stuff. So reach out to all of us. And again, I mean that for real managers. I know some of you watch this show. Hit me up. <laughs> I can help. All right. On that, thanks again for your time, guys. Thank uh, you. And let's pretend like we're not going to crush this uh, board. Huh. Tube seaweed flakes. Look at this weird little guy. Hey, you know what? Speaking of weird little guys, my buddy Adam, who you'll hear me call Steiny a bunch of times, has made this thing he calls the Steiny Sandwich over the years. He's been telling me for 20 years. So when I started reaching out to people to say, hey, what's that weird food combination that everybody looks at you like you're crazy for eating? He was one of the first people that came to mind, and he was one of the only people who agreed to do it that didn't get COVID and had to reschedule. So for those of you out there that are, hey, I hope you've recovered well. It was a nightmare. Um, and if you'd like to, I really want to reschedule those. So I know I've reached out to some of you, but if anyone else is out there listening is like, oh my gosh, I eat this thing and my family looks at me like I'm crazy for doing it. I want to try it with you on the show and I'd love to have you in. Or at the very least, if you want to just tell me what it is, I'll try it alone if you're a little camera shy. I totally get it. But send those to me at podcast at junglegyms.com. So I, uh, you know, I was inspired by this after Lizzo was doing some TikToks about putting yellow mustard on watermelon. So I said, hey, I'll try your sandwich if you'll try Lizzo's watermelon combination. So don't let me yammer about this any longer. Meet my pal Steiny and see this nightmare concoction that he's made. This is a segment I've been wanting to do since I think May. I've been reaching out forever and I had a few of you agree to do it and then a bunch of people got COVID. It's been a wild ride, just put it mildly, but I've got a friend of the show here in joining me in studio tonight and we are going to try some uh, off the beaten path food combinations. Why don't you introduce yourself first? Hi, I'm Adam Steinbrenner and uh, I've been a friend of Mark's for ages. We actually went to high school together. And well, I'll call you by your real name for the sake of the internet here. So unless, okay. you know, I call it the Steiny cam underneath, but it's I'll all good. Well, Adam, uh, you have been talking about this one dish 
I feel like since we were in high school. And it's one of those things that I have to mention, this was invented not under any sort of substance or anything like Adam's, Adam's a straight arrow, a very, very clean guy. Uh, and I found this really interesting. So before we did that though, what I wanted to do was take the original viral strange food pairing um, that I'd seen online. I'm sure other things have been paired in an odd way before, but this came from Lizzo, uh, the musician. I didn't bring my flute with me, but I did bring, uh, it's, she mixed yellow mustard and watermelon. Now, as I understand it, Adam, you are not really a big watermelon fan. No, I'm not, but this might be an actual improvement. <laughs> so we'll see. Let's try it. Okay. I'm in. I'll, we can take our first bite together. I'm thinking I'm going uh, mustard side down on the tongue. All right. Ooh, already. Oh, you got a little smiley face in your plate. I like it. Look at that. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay, I can kind of see what she was going for um, in that it is, it's like a little vinegar, a little sweet. I'm going to eat it all so it's off my plate. So I love watermelon, but I typically don't love yellow mustard. I think there's too many great mustards out there in the world to go with the classic yellow. I wouldn't go so far as to say it's good, but it is kind of, it's interesting. If I'd you, probably eat this. You would eat that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it, that's kind of where I'm at with it. It's not my favorite thing. It doesn't replace my love of regular watermelon, but it does, uh, it replaces, it's making me like yellow mustard a little bit more. I definitely would say that this is definitely an improvement. <laughs> you don't like watermelon at all. Try it with mustard. <laughs> Try it with mustard. Yep. What a sentence. Okay. Are you going to eat that last bite? Yeah, let's Why do it. Not? Look longingly into the camera for me while you eat it. That's going on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we cannot bury the lead on this one, uh, Steiny. Um, why don't you tell us the sandwich that you'd like to make today or and maybe how it came about? So I can't remember exactly how old I was, but yeah. I want to say I was probably around the age of uh, uh, becoming a teenager, 12, maybe 13. Uh, my parents were out for the uh, afternoon and it may have been during the summer. And I didn't want... Wanted something to eat. Didn't want necessarily just peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I I don't think I was confident enough to use the stove to cook a grilled cheese sandwich. Because sure. I know something probably would have happened. So I decided, okay, well, what do we've got? And I saw that there was a couple of Arby sauce packets in the drawer. <laughs> I saw a slice of cheese. Um, we definitely had the peanut butter. And I was like, oh, that might be interesting. I thought, well, what if I combine the, the whole together? And I'm interested. So that's kind of what started this. That's amazing. And you have been, I got to be honest with everybody, Adam's been telling me this for years that it's good. He swears it's good. And there's that part of me that like so many of these kinds of creations, like mustard and watermelon, right? It's not the first thing that comes to mind when you're thinking about a food combo, right? But at the same time, it does sound, on paper, there's part of me that's like, okay, you get the bread element, you get like kind of the, uh, like the salty protein in the, in the peanut butter, and you get the cheese element, which, you know, I've, I think I talked recently on the show about how American cheese is just sort of like creamy salt goo. So it doesn't really have a specific flavor. So there is part of me that thinks that this might be delicious. But then there's also part of me that thinks that I'm incredibly glad I have immediate access to a trash can just in case. So Well, it was cheesy, tangy, sweet, and uh, spicy. Yeah. yeah, that's the that so, yeah, famous cooking sort of book, like... cheesy, tangy, sweet, and spicy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Yep, exactly. I'm so excited to do this. I'm so glad that we have a function. From, we have, I am not joking when I say it's been at least 20 years. We're like, we're going to do this one of these days. And then now I just happen to have a popular food podcast so we can describe it. So you had a couple specific requests I'll go through. And everything we were able to get at Jungle Gyms except for one item, although at some point pre-pandemic, it may have been available here. But um, I'll just run down the list. We're using, are we using creamy or crunchy before I say it out loud? Uh, creamy. Creamy. Okay. Well, I, I, I had both just in case. All right, so we're going to use a nice white bread. Um, we've got a layer of creamy peanut. And am I doing the correct layering, too? Yes. All right, bread, creamy peanut butter. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't stop. Creamy peanut butter, slice of American cheese, and I'm assuming Arby sauce goes on the other side of the bread, right? Well, you kind of put it in between, and I smush it together with the cheese and the peanut butter. Honestly, I think maybe we should watch you make this one first, okay. if that's okay. Yeah. I'm going to get a little extra angle on this, too, just to be safe because I really want to see you add those layers. So, Steiny, why don't we get started here? We got the nice bread already ready to go. So you're going, well, first up the peanut butter? Yeah. Spread it up. It. So, Walk me through this creative process, <clears throat> Stein Fieri. So if I can remember, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was probably on at the time. <laughs> and I was digging that and Shredder and listening to Bebop and Rocksteady going at it. So That's right, boss. You got to talk like that, because I'm pretty sure that's what they sounded like. I can't do the voices. No, me either. They're um, making turtle soup. I know they didn't say turtle properly. That's exactly. for sure. So what you want to do is make sure you got enough peanut butter on both sides. You oh, don't have to go too thick. Okay. See, I, I I was already at a loss for that. I didn't realize that we were going two sides of peanut butter. Yeah, Let me you, get a little tighter on that. Oh, yeah. It's looking good. Okay. We got an even spread here. And then I'm going to try, and that's beautiful. Look at that little face. Okay, so peanut butter up first. I'll yep. do mine when you're all done. I'll do a quick pause so I can catch up. So the next step really is you want your Arby sauce packet. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> you can drizzle a little bit oh my on gosh. like this. Somebody's watching this right now just like, I can't believe this is a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just put that uh, sauce right on there, Stein man. Yep. Oh my gosh. It looks horrible. Actually, that's not, that's a bit of a lie. It right now, it looks like you made a peanut butter and strawberry jelly sandwich. And uh, yeah, but one of one of those in my nightmares. Now I had, I went classic Land O'Lakes, yellow American. I thought the color would really add a little, a little zhuzh to this. Smart. Okay. So, you know, I thought you were going to have some sort of special cheese placement, to be honest with you. No, not really. Now, anything else? Are you going to use your fork to, like, evenly spread the Arby sauce out or anything like that? Nah. Okay. Smash it together. All right. Let me make mine real fast. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to pull the clip from Mr. Show where they're making the peanut butter, eggs, and dice sandwich. <laughs> What's wrong, Bob? You get another weird sandwich? Leave him alone. I think this one is uh, peanut butter, an egg, dice. Isn't that a sponge in there? Yeah. Well, everyone, this is the moment of truth. This is something that has been, uh, you are witnessing a pretty historic moment in our friendship, but also ultimately a historic moment. <laughs> Historic moment in the Jungle Gyms podcast. Would you like to cut yours first? What do you think? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a diagonal kind of guy. I feel like that's definitely the move in this. Ooh, that is a slimy sandwich. Gotta tiny. press it down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. 
I really like the way it oozes out of the... Here, I'll put it on my plate. I really like the way it oozes out of the back of the sandwich. Ugh, here we go. Have you had one of these recently? I should ask that. No, it's been... It's been, it's been a long time? Cool, so you could be wrong. Yeah. I love it. No, I'm here for it. Let's go. I hate to say you kind of got it. Mom, I'm mad at myself for feeling that way. There's a lot going on here. But it is kind of good. The crazy part is that the American cheese almost disappears into this. I almost think you just make a case for peanut butter and Arby's sauce sandwiches. Everyone watching this, I got to tell you, it's kind of good. He's right. Here's what it is. When, when the, the, what a sentence. When the Arby sauce mixes with the peanut butter, it almost hits like a Thai peanut sauce note. Like you kind of hit that end. I'm like, oh, that's exotic. Mm-hmm. And the cheese just keeps it moving. <laughs> that's a little salt. Now, part of me is like, we got to do this, but better at some point. We got to, if anyone out there is watching, Make is it like grilled. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I would love to. An extra cheese. Yeah, I think a little more cheese couldn't hurt. I'm going to take a, this is a pretty wet bite in the back. Let's find out. The front note of the bite tastes like Christmas. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a wet, goopy sandwich. This is kind of weird. Look, I don't know if this is going to end up in my traditional sandwich rotation personally. Yeah. However, if I were 12 years old, had no access to the stove or oven, I would probably try to make this too. It's, it's, what do you think? This is your ball. Well, you already ate the first half. It's gone. <laughs> Granted, I haven't had lunch today. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Works, it's okay. You're like allowed to. Lunch, you're like so. you're allowed to like the sandwich. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, you know what? I'll take another bite just for posterity's sake. I don't know if I feel like the cheese is necessary. I know I said that, but you're on to something with the spicy peanut butter sandwich here. I mm. honestly think. Really, part of me is like, I bet if you used a honey peanut butter mm-hmm. and this same convo, we get a little more of the sweet for real. It'd be pretty balanced. Maybe some, um, trying to think. Um, I'm just trying to think of how many years we've been like, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, it's actually kind of all right. You could probably do um, uh, sprouts. <laughs> yeah, I'm Sprouts, at this rate. At this rate, I'm going to eat whatever terrible thing and then you it's come traditionally to. the Thai sandwich. <laughs> ah, ah. Yep. Oh my gosh, and it's really funny because I'll drop this little note at the end, and everybody will be like, "Why didn't you interview him about this?" I was like, "With you having spent a good amount of time over in Thailand." Yeah. But let's we just this is a reason to bring you back, Adam. Thank you for sharing this. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I feel like Adam both want to encourage all of you, everyone that's reached out to me. Let's reschedule. If you're feeling better now, I want you all to come in. I want to try these odd food pairings that you've done. I keep using the word unorthodox because I want to encourage people to come try stuff. But seriously, tell me what weird combos of food you eat that you're like, I don't know about this. I got a good one. I had a buddy. I won't spoil it on the show yet, but I'll tell you as soon as we're done recording. All right. I'm really curious about it. Why am I compelled to keep biting it? Is it just because it's here? Just got to finish it. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't. Do I have to? But as Mark said, share your gift with all. Come in, show these food pairings. It's the only way to go. That's right. We could probably get all the ingredients here at Jungle Gym, so it should be a lot of fun. Adam, welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you so much for being part of this. Absolutely. I really appreciate pleasure. it. It's great. Yeah, you're a pleasure.
Well, that was disgusting, but I haven't laughed that much in a while. You know what? Honestly, I always feel like that's a good sign of the show is that when you're producing and writing and editing and all this stuff and you're watching something back the whole time, if you're like me at least, I'm going, is this good? Is this enjoyable? But I laughed so much while I was editing this. I hope you did too. And uh, I hope you all enjoyed this monstrosity, this nightmare food. Maybe that's what we're going to call it. Nightmare food or guilty pleasure. Help me come up with a good name for it because I got a lot. The only feedback I really got was that nobody liked this expression unorthodox food pairing and I only used it because I didn't want to be mean I didn't want to be like this is gross it's clearly come on peanut butter American cheese and Arby sauce that does not sound like the opposite of gross right anyway Hey, I want to thank you all as always for watching. We've got some fun stuff, so I'm hanging out in the German Isle right now because coming up next week, we've got a little kickoff for some Oktoberfest content. If you're in either store, you can go to our Discovery section. It's right as you enter an Eastgate, and it's right by the cash registers here at Fairfield. We've got a smattering of some German options that you can try out for yourself. It's a really fun, it's a really fun, it's a really easy way for you to try a little, few new things that are very popular, and that way, hopefully, you'll come out later and explore the whole, whole area. So, we, like I said, I've got some Oktoberfest content. Um, you know, I've been doing a lot of Eastgate stuff, so this coming Friday, there's a, a screening happening at the cinema that is attached to the Eastgate store. Uh, my buddy Terry directed it. I'm going to have him on the show next week to talk about his uh, work in film. He said some really cool stuff. Did a documentary with Pete Rose. He did one with Marty Brenneman, so if you're Cincinnati Reds fans, this is going to be a huge one for you. Terry, she's a great guy, great director. Um, and yeah, so many other fun things coming up. I'm doing a lot of Eastgate content, and you know what? Maybe this is another great chance for you to tell you to come out on September 24th. It's a Saturday, and join us for the big spectacular we're doing out there. There's going to be fireworks. I'm pretty sure Phil promised that you could touch a truck out there. I think there might even be a helicopter on site, but we're going to do all kinds of fun stuff, and I might We'll see how this works out, but I'm thinking about doing a little live podcast slash performance there at the Paradise Pavilion. It could be a lot of fun. Either way, I'm going to be hanging out, so if you want to high-five me, I'm a huge high-five fan. So, on that, thank you all so much for watching. Thanks for subscribing. If you're watching on YouTube, like, share, and subscribe. And in the meantime, I'll see you out here in the aisles. Thank you. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.